All right, welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, single track session number 94 here in Grant Studios in Ogden, Utah. Got Joel Hatch sitting here, and we've got the Russia-Egypt game playing. Yes. So it might be distracting. If there's a long so, pause. If somebody scores a goal, you may hear about it right, um, right away from us. Especially if uh, Russia scores. There'll be lots of cursing. Yeah. They can suck it. Yeah. They only they only got five in their first game. So. Well, they're playing like the JV team. Yeah. Well, I don't know how good Egypt's going to do. We'll see. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we'll jump right into it. We just had a, a podcast launch. Um, it was uh, with Mr. Terry Chiplin with the U.S. Trail Running Conference, launched on Tuesday. Uh, episode, I think it was like 116. Um, Terry's a Good guys from across the pond there in England, and I uh, got to talk about the U.S. Trail Running Conference, you know, kind of everything that's in store for race directors to mm-hmm. to trail runners, guest speakers. He's loading the, I mean, they're loading up on good guest speakers. I've got Ian Torrance is showing up now. Right. They have um, a pretty cool location, too. Yeah, San Luis Obispo there. So go back and listen to that podcast. Uh, there's also a special going right now. They're doing a promotion um, that has to do with the slow race, which is the San Luis Obispo Ultra. Mm-hmm. They've got like 5K, half marathon, 50K the Saturday after right, um, right there on the coast, and that's uh, August 28th through 31st. So go back and listen to that, and you can check them out at ustrailrunningconference.com. Um, but, yeah, if you register now, uh, you get a discount um, for things. And there's a lot of exhibitors that are going to be there. you got Ultra, Adidas, Head Sweats. Uh, Innovate, Marathon Printing, Orange Mud, Race Joy, Ragnar, many, many more. Uh, but, yeah, uh, sign up. Let them know that Trail Manor sent, sent you there. And, uh, yeah, maybe you can make it out. Uh, still like to make it out somehow. So I'm not giving up on it yet um, for me. It's potential. And then, uh, let's see, yeah, this last weekend we ran the Logan Peak Race. We did. Yes. Uh, we did the 22-mile uh, event. Yes. Which we have is, a 28 or 22. Yeah, 28 is kind of the... The main race, I guess. It it's That's the one they've always the had. Peak. Yeah. So yeah. basically, if you go up, if you don't want to go to the peak, it's 22 miles. You hit the aid station, and there's a three-mile jaunt up to the peak itself, and then right. three miles back to the aid station, and then around. We, we opted out of the peak. Right. Since we have uh, Twisted Fork coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a fun race. We got to uh, see a lot of old friends. Yeah. Um, people we haven't seen in a bit. Lots of new people, too. And lots of new people. That yeah. was really fun with it people. Was. So those of you that came up and introduced yourselves, thank you very much, because it's hard for us to remember, because um, we haven't met you. And uh, just saying hello. It's always nice to meet new people. We met Patrick Forsyth from Colorado oh, and so his neat. family. Uh, he's been out a couple times to a couple gyms races right. all the way from Colorado, and it looks like they were at Bear Lake afterwards, like oh, we were talking about. Man, like, really? Yeah. Come so on. Had the That's family awesome. up there. So I hope you guys got a raspberry shake or something in I while know. you're up there. Uh, we should have warned you about those. If not, they're fantastic. But yeah. Got to hang out at the finish line for a while. Yeah, uh, we did. Kind of hang out with uh, Missy and Annie and her husband Brad and right. Daisy and I think mm-hmm. her name was Avery um, that was with Daisy. Um, I never caught her name. I think it was. Yeah. Um, I think because we think we met a couple of those. But, right. Uh, a lot of fun just hanging out there, watching people come across the finish line. Right. Um, Joel, you jumped in and helped time. Yeah. Um, I, I know how to do that. I just sat in the back and hung out more right. than anything because that was that's I'm, I know how to do that. Um, but that was a lot of fun, just to, to see a lot of friends we haven't seen in a while. Got to see Bryce Warren. Yeah, he's you know, up at the aid station. Working the aid he station. He poisoned you. He did. He poisoned me with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> yeah, you ate pretty much a full PB&J. I, it was one piece of bread folded in half. Yeah. And I don't eat 
peanut butter and jelly to begin with. I'm not quite sure what that why that was a good idea at the time. It looked good. Yeah. I was hungry. I just hiked 11 miles up. Yeah, it was like 13. <laughs> that, I forgot how long it was for that aid station. For some reason, I kept thinking we were on the bear course. Oh, yeah, the, where you take that right. Because the bear course, that aid station's at 10 miles. Yeah. This one's another two miles down the road. Yeah, and it's like a... Road you should be running, kind of. Yeah, we weren't. (laughs) We definitely weren't running. So I got to the aid station and and hung out for a little bit. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll see what Joel, because, you know, we talked about doing the whole thing. So I'm like, I'll see what Joel wants to do. Yeah. And the longer I hung out, the more hungry I got. Right. And I'm like, hey, make me a PB&J. It was fresh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I pulled into the aid station. He was making it for you. Yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, that hurt all the way down. I'm like burping and yeah. growing bread in my it, belly. Ten miles of downhill. Yeah. And that thing was just coming up all the time. My innards had yeast infection. Yeah. Um, but we also, it was pretty funny because we saw uh, Chelsea Hathaway. She was working the aid station. Yeah. And I walk in, she goes, hey, what can I get you, Joel? Yeah. And I'm thinking, either she mistaken me or Joel's standing right behind yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nope. Then I heard someone in the back going, that's Eric. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. Uh, but a great race, as always. Uh, yeah. Fun Good weather. Line. Great weather. Man, yeah. I'm glad we got done when we did, though. You got a little toasty. Man, people started coming in, and they were rock lobsters yep. and sweating and salt stains and mm-hmm. everything. So, yeah, I'm glad we got in when we did. Uh, that made it a lot of fun. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun uh, running the race because there sure were a lot this weekend. Um, I only wrote down a few because that's kind of what I do. Um, I left out some, and I... And, not to not give love because we had some. I probably could the Mount Mitchell race, uh, New Hampshire. Is that what it is? Mount the Mount Washington. Mount excuse Washington. me. Yeah, Mount Washington. Mount Mitchell's a different one. Mount Mitchell's in North Carolina. Yeah, Mount Washington, where you run up the road. Yeah, um, which is really cool. Fast times. I think there was a course record, but the coolest part was a 98 year old ran it and Whoa. he beat his time from last year. That's cool. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 98 years old Gosh. doing that. Um, but we'll start off with a few because I think one of the one that's gaining a lot of. A lot of steam is this Broken Arrow Sky race um, in Squaw. Yeah, they had a lot of big names there. They they did, and it's uh, it's growing. And uh, we had our friend out there, um, Stephanie Gardner here from mm-hmm. Solomon. Uh, but this got some big names, and it looked fun. Uh, we'll start just real quick. We'll name the 52K on the women's side. Megan Kimmel, 5:30 and a course record. Wow. On the women's side, second was uh, Ray Koble, I believe, in 5:48, and then Rory Bazio in 5:52. Oh, good to see her. Yeah, really cool to see her name out there. On the men's side, here's a guy that you might be hearing some more from, Jimmy Elam. He's from Utah. Yeah. Uh, right. He got the course record in 2:30s. No, no, excuse me, 4:54. There you go. Yeah, I'm like, wow, two thirties way fast. Yeah, that's yeah, he's really fast. He'd be my winner for everything. Yeah, uh, but yeah, in uh, 4:54, and he got the course record. Second was uh, Nick Elson in 5:05. Third was Jeff Mogavero in 5:10. Mm. So pretty fast race. Right. But they also have the 26k. Yeah. Which is probably more up my alley. Yeah. For something like that. And again, course records fail. So huh. in the 52k, both men and women fell. In the 26k. Both men and hmm. women. Well, that's because there wasn't a whole bunch of snow in the course. Yeah, it might have been condition-wise. I think last year they had quite a bit of snow. Yeah, they did. I remember seeing some photos of that. Um, Danny Moreno, 236 for the women. Caitlin Patterson, 240. And Chris Lundy, 241. On the men's side, Max broke his own record. Uh, he finished in 209. Ah. Cole Watson, 211. And Ryan Phoebus in 212. So uh, looks like a cool race. And then one we talked about this morning on our run was the Bighorn. 
Oh, yeah. The big <laughs> horn. And are we just covering the 100 here? Should we call the big mud? Oh, the slosh. Yeah. Just a mud pit. A lot of dead dinosaurs up there probably just For sure. died in those things, man. <laughs> um, but our buddy, and I will start with the men just because our buddy, uh, inventor of trail running, Gabe Joyce, walked away with the win. He did. 2057. Looked pretty clean, too. Yeah, he did. I don't know, what, I don't know if he changed right before the finish, you know, just for make sure he gets, yeah. you know, he wanted to get on the cover of magazine. Yep. So he looked a little better. Uh, Gabe in 2057, Jake Lawrence 2102, and Patrick Murphy, which I absolutely love that name. It's a good just, name. It's a great name, Patrick Murphy 2212 um, on the men's side. Women's side, uh, Yvonne Naughton 2744, wow. Jameson Clover 2756, and Ashley Daly 2821. So, wow. I'd have to go back in time, but they, from the from the winner of the men and women, there was almost a seven-hour difference on the 100. That's which, a lot. Which seems like a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Okay. It seems like a lot. I wonder if, if uh, they had a couple faster people, they would have avoided the mud. Yeah, very right, true. Had faster times. Got through it a little bit yeah. quicker. I bet you the mud slowed them down significantly. Well, and I was reading a report from somebody. They said, you know, probably for the front runners, it wasn't as bad. Right. But the people in the back were oh. like, man, I was losing shoes. Yeah, that's total snot just, on the trail. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you knew, you've all been on those muddy runs when you think, okay, if I skirt the side. Right. But by the time couple hundred people go through, except yeah. 50 milers doing right. this, so that makes it bigger. There's no side. There, yeah, you go right down the middle. <laughs> you just deal with it. It's a, sing, it's a double track of slug, so um, so that was a good, good day. Um, yeah, like I said, there's many more races. There's some over across the, the ocean there, right. um, but and then the other thing, some bad news I didn't bring up last week, it just came out as Eastern States 100 got canceled this year. Is that a permitting problem? Yeah, and so I heard a couple things. I heard it was a permitting problem, but I heard the problem was the race director had, and I could be wrong, I've read so many different things, um, he has his crew, right, his volunteer crew, and one person right. I think that was in charge of uh, kind of like uh, emergency medical and communications right. quit. Like oh. just a couple weeks before. Lord. And he couldn't find, uh, the race director could not find someone to replace him, and oh. that was part of the permit. You have really? to, obviously, for 100, you need that. Dang. So, I, uh, logistically. Yeah. Part. So, I think that's what had happened. But gotcha. So, the PA, Pennsylvania Triple Crown, is off the books this year uh, because of that. So, it's super unfortunate, and my heart goes out to the race director. Um, just being a race director. Right. It's just you hate especially to let people down. Yeah, oh. people training for that, especially part of a series like the Triple right. Crown back east. Um, but, you know, is what it is, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we, we fight with just a small race trying to get permits and a 100-miler without, if that's the case, without that big, huge component of safety. If you don't have that, I can't imagine anybody giving you a right. permit for it. <laughs> so, so that's bad. Uh, we also had, I don't have the results and stuff, but we had the lead man, or the lead Lead man started, so right. the lead, it was the half and the heavy half, or the marathon and the heavy marathon. half. Yeah. That was what they had this weekend. But the only thing I'm pulling out of this is Dave Mackey doing it. Yeah. Dude, he's doing the lead man this year. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Right. And those of you that don't know, Dave's been in the sport forever and just a yeah. stud, awesome guy, great runner. And, mm-hmm. of course, we know a little over a year ago he lost part of his leg to an accident right. running on the mountain. Um, but him watching that finish line thing was pretty cool. He looked good, man. Yeah. His his gait was way better than mine. <laughs> yeah, yours sure. is a little funky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mine right now is really bad for multiple reasons. I <laughs> I told you I look like a baby deer trying yeah. to figure out how to run, Just and then throwing those legs out. Then. And then I race at Logan Peak. I have the hammy problem right now. Right, it always feels like it's going to cramp. And finishes on the road this last year or oh. the last week at Logan Peak, which sucks, but is what it is. Yep. 
And we're going down the road, and I'm like, all right, I'll pick up my pace. Joel wasn't – we ran together pretty much the whole second half. And we were going down the road, and Joel was picking up his pace. And the quicker I tried to go, <laughs> it started to tighten more. Like, yeah. it was ready to – so I was, like, s- keeping it straight and just swinging it <laughs> right. sideways forward. Just total Frankenstein. Oh, right? totally. And then when you get to the park, I'm like, okay, I can't do it now because people right. are going to see me. And, you know – You can't walk it. I got a reputation to keep, right? right. You know, I can't look like peg leg. So, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. But, uh, yeah, Dave Mackey, that's so cool. Now we'll jump into Western, because the contest, we haven't had a lot of people enter. The contest ends, uh, if you're listening to this, it's the 20th of June. Right. No, I take that back to the 21st. Mm -hmm. So the contest, we're going to extend to Thursday night, which is the 21st at midnight. Okay. So you can have time to listen to this podcast and and put your, uh, and it's supposed to end the 20th. I'm going to extend it to the 21st, so make your comments on uh, single track session number 94 on our website at trailmanners.com. And uh, it's the top five men and the top five women, what you think, plus the second part is winning times for each, whoever's right. closest. And we've said we're giving away a lot of stuff. We've got the squirrel's nut butter signed by the, the Cowboys, mm-hmm. not the Dallas Cowboys, but the ones from Arizona, <laughs> the little skinny dudes. Right. Um, and also their poster. So you get one of those plus a bunch of other stuff. So don't forget to enter. Me and Joel are going to talk about our top five today. Right. And this took me some time because we, we didn't talk about last week. We've had some people drop. You know, we knew that uh, Cap Bradley, but then Camille Heron's out. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some, on the women's side, there's still some names. But, uh, so yeah, I got my list here. Okay. It's on my little uh, cheat card. Your index card. It is. Oh, my, my gosh. My Where'd third. you find those? Oh, I have a stack. I love index cards. I still oh use gosh. them daily. Yeah. Well, that's what our labels are when I ship stuff is that side. <laughs> but uh, I love index. I put my grocery lists on there. <laughs> What else do I put on there? I don't know. Stuff. My cheat words for Scrabble. Whatever gotcha. it is. Um, so I'm going to start. I'll do women. All right. And then you do your women. Okay. And then you do men. Then I'll do men. All right. So it's kind of reverse. So on the women's side, my winning time is going to be 1645. Oh, man. Which is two minutes short of the course record. Okay. No, it's two minutes ahead of the course record. So, Excuse me. So you think course record is going to be broke? For the women. 1645. Because mm-hmm. the course record right now is Ellie, 1647 from 2012. Yeah. But my winner on this one is going to be Courtney DeWalter. Okay. She's going to take first. Sure. Um, second is going to be Casey. She's mm-hmm. going to make her Ooh. comeback big. Okay. Um, because I just, I think she's awesome. Right. Third, Amanda Basham. Okay. I think she's been running super strong. Right. I think she's a sleeper in the, it still. Right. Even though she's super fast. Third, I'm going with Stephanie Violet. And then uh, fifth, I'm going with uh, Caitlin Gerben okay. for my fifth place female. So right. that's mine. Courtney, Casey, Amanda, Stephanie, and Caitlin with the winning time being 1645. Wow. So I'm saying course record for the women. Okay. And from what I just read, it's going to be hot this weekend. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I like saw triple digits. Yeah. Something like that. So it's going to be hot. But I think Courtney DeWalter, she's going to have my, – my goal, my guess, is she's going to have her basketball shorts. Yeah. And when it gets super hot, they're going to be tearaways. Too, that'd be cool. And she's going to come and just go, wham! And she's going to have running, like, legit girl running shorts yeah, no, and just not pick happen. up her pace. She's not going to do that. The, not the tight ones. No. But, like, a three-inch. Uh, running skirt. Not a skirt, <laughs> yeah. I don't see that. But, yeah, no. so I got, I got her winning it. Gotcha. So uh, what's your – I'm going to write it down because I right. have this for proof on your side. All right, you do that. All right, so what's your what's your women category? Uh, so the winning time. Okay. It's going to be 15. 
18 hours and 49 minutes. My. Because Courtney DeWalter is going to smash that woman's record. All right. That's that's an, almost an hour quicker than mine. Yes. But uh, She is going to crush it. I think she will. Yes. But I didn't want to put the pressure. Because I know she's listening right now. Yeah. I don't want to put too much pressure on her. All right. In my second place, Amanda Basham. Okay. Nice. Third was Caitlin Gerben. Okay. Fourth, definitely Violet. Okay. Fifth was Casey, because she just doesn't have enough time miles on her just yet. Well, right? at least we got the same top five. Yeah, right? Right? Same top five. You beat me by an hour on the course record. Right. We'll see what happens Which wouldn't, that. you know what, though? Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. But, mm-hmm. it, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if she crushed it. So, now here's the big one. I can't. Yeah. What's your men's look like? Okay. Winning time, 13 <laughs> hours and 30 minutes. <laughs> Okay, so for the record, so everybody out there is aware, the course record is 1446 yeah. from 2012 by Timothy Olsen. So yeah. Joel's got the course record going down by an hour and 16 minutes. Easily. Okay. Jim Walmsley's going to crush it. So you got J. Doe. Yeah. Okay. Now, if he does not get that, uh-huh. I think he's going to legitimately die in the course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like... He need, like need helicopter. Yeah, they'll shut the race down because he's dead. <laughs> or bring horse back in. Yeah. All right. So you exactly. got you got J Dub. Yeah. So I got Wamsley. Got Francois okay. for second place. All right. Uh, I got Jared Hazen for third. Okay. I got Frerichs for uh, fourth. Okay. And Mendoza for fifth. Ooh, Mario, huh? Yeah. Nice. Thirteen thirty and fifteen forty nine. So right. we'll see. I'm going big on these course uh, records. So my men's side. Um, now, this took me a lot. Yeah, I mean, I actually did some research. I looked around. I looked for what names meant in, like, Norse gods. Yeah, exactly. You know, coming right. in from that, because um, Iceland's doing so well in the tournament. Right. Um, but I thought about it. I'm like, you know, I think the course record is what this race is about for the men this year. I think it's really going to be really close. I don't know if... if the, the conditions are going to allow for it. Yeah, because there's not as much snow. Nope. They've been tra- yeah, people have been hot, training in heat, but, it's not like, but they've been training there. Yeah, it's you know not what like mean? crazy hot. I mean, Francois went and trained with the Cowboys. <sighs> yeah. So they're going to be most ready for the heat. And I look at it this way. It's like you got to figure out what you want to do. So in your mind, if you're not going to get the course record, what's in your tank? Yeah. Is it easier to slow down? Because like me at Logan Peak, I started off, I was two miles in, I was off course record pace, I slowed it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So I just backed it off. But... Uh, so men, uh, first I'm going to uh, Scott Jurek. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'm torn on first, but I gotcha. am going. What's your course record? Or what's your your time? Did you say your time? My my winning time's fifteen fifteen. Oh okay. So it's not course record for men. All right. No one gotcha. gets it this year. Wow. Yep. No one gets it. All right. It, uh, it gets ugly. Um, first I'm going with Frank. I know he's kind of more of a mountain guy. Right. But I also know. I don't. I should let me take this back. I've also seeing him study courses, it looks like, yeah. by his racing, right? Yeah, he's a smart racer. So I think he, because people are like, oh, he's not a, a fast course runner. He's Doesn't a mountain matter. runner. But I'm like, you know what? He's a fast runner. He's period. smart. He's yeah. done the big stuff. Yeah. So he knows he how to. He puts his homework in. Yeah. So I'm going with Frank. Second, I'm going Tim Frerichs. Nice. Third, Cody his, Reed. His good looks alone is yeah, going to get him totally. top five. Yeah, I think so. He'll get top. He, even if whoever wins won't get the cover of Alternating Magazines to be Cody Reed, even if he DNFs. Because <laughs> he's just good looking, right? So I got him. And here's where mine gets. Uh, I'm still torn. I got one guy going fourth or not in the top ten. Mm. So I was, here I got Frank, Tim, Cody Reed, probably Hazen. 
Oh, yeah. Hazen's been there. He knows how to run it. And then uh, Mark Hammond from Utah. Yeah, Mark Hammond, I was I think really he's another on s- one of those smart, smart runners. Yeah. For some reason, I thought he had an injury this past spring. And well, I hope not. He's going to make me mad. I haven't been running maybe as much or something. So that's, that's my top five yeah. slash six. I think that's a star- safe. And I don't five. have Jim in there. And I know I'm not. Yeah. I, I'd like to see him do really well. I think I he's really either going to win or he's going to blow up. Yep, and that's well. That's and when I say blow up, I mean like literally, blow literally up. just yeah. explode. Explode, yes. <laughs> Stuff hanging from trees yes. and everything. Um, but I'd like to see, and my 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 sleeper, and it's really not a sleeper just because of who it is. But my sleeper is going to be uh, Zach Bitter. Oh yeah. He's my sleeper because uh, I think he'll be another one that is either going to do really good or he's going to blow up. Yeah, so he's my mm-hmm. sleeper. But I also, me and Joel have talked about a woman breaking the top ten this year. Yeah, I've got Courtney finishing eighth. Well, if she finishes at the time I think she's going to finish that, she'll be top ten. Easy. Yeah, and I've got her eighth Yeah, because that's how many letters in her first name. Right, gotcha. And it's my favorite number. Okay. So I think she's going to finish eighth. Right. But, yeah, either way, it's going to be it's going to be crazy. And the more I just dove into it, though, it's like, okay, this person, it's like some of the Cowboys are first hundred. Yeah. Right? That's going to be the hard part for them. Um, and then the other question I've been looking at is, will Carl break the Masters record? Mm, um, yes. Which is uh, well, yeah. 1545. Oh, man, that's going to be hard. My answer, and I love Carl, is he's not. Yeah. And I, I think I'm it's not, a heat thing. It's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it upsets thing. me because he may never get in again. Right. Right? It's Western. The important thing, he needs to finish. Yeah. Yeah, he needs I, Yeah, I, for need, sure. Got to get that finished. Well, no matter where you're at. He's been known for that in the past. Yeah, but he he needs the finish, but he I just think the heat is going to be brutal because we haven't seen it here yet either. No, we haven't. We've been It's been a couple really, hot days, but nothing really like this. Really good summer so far. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't think that's going to fall. So that's my uh my western picks. Gotcha. I've got some really good ones come in and a few people have changed their picks based on some de- you know people Drops. not showing up, which yeah. boy, I'll tell you Bums me out, man. Mm-hmm. Cat and Camille were there. I think if Camille had been there, that pace would have been hot and heavy at and first. I think, and I think, and that's what I think. I think Courtney, honestly, I think Courtney can. She runs within herself. Mess with the pace on the men's side. Yeah, like I think later she can, in the later in the race. I think she can do some like some guys will go faster than they should. Oh, yeah, to, to try to beat her. Because there was a race earlier this year yeah. where she pushed the overall win, I think, of Ferricks, I think, one of the Cowboys. I'm not right. She was closing in on one of them. Yeah, I can't remember what that was. I can't either, but I, I think she's a... Is that Black? Was it Black Hill? Can- I, don't think, Black I, don't, I don't know if it was or not, but she she pushed somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my picks. So we'll see how it goes. We'd love to hear yours, so don't forget to get in on this contest. Right. There's some good ones. Someone's going to win Oh yeah, a couple prizes. A uh, little update on the San Juan fires. Uh, some good news to report that the uh, there has been some moisture. Right. Uh, Intrasolar rain. Still dry right now. Still not a lot of rain looking, but they did just recently, I think yesterday, opened the highway between Durango and Silverton, That's which good. is huge. Yeah. Because that helps Silverton just get money, too, with people coming in. Oh, for sure. Um, it is 34,000 acres now, and it's 35% contained. Wow. So in a week, they doubled the containment, and they didn't, good thank goodness, didn't double the acreage, but it got about 9,000 more. So that's unfortunate to, to see that. Um, all right. We're going we're gonna to jump around a little bit because okay. we've got to cover the World Cup. Right. I know some people don't want to, and that's fine. So I'm going to get most of the running stuff in. Okay. And now if people don't want to listen to the World Cup stuff, they don't have they to. They can stop at the end. But we're getting it in, and that's just the way it's going to be. Um, 
So we do have, uh, I'm going to do Strava. Okay. Joel's going to do Woody Footy. Right. We're going to do an Ask Trail Manners. Okay. And then uh, we'll chit, chat, and then we're jumping in the World Cup both feet. So uh, Strava Week, all three of these went to Tara Warren. Distance, run time, and climbing. Distance right. was 113.4. Right. Run time, 33.01. And climbing was 21.615. Basically the race. Yeah. Big Horn 100. Right. And I think she finished, say, sixth female, seventh fifth female. Good. Fourth female, fifth female. It was like, right. I'm going to say six. Top ten. Yeah, top, top ten top, female for sure. In uh, 30-something hours. 33 That's good for hours. A, for can, my course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Well, again, later on in the course, it got mm-hmm. worse, so... And then, all right, Joel, it's your week for Woody Footy. So whoever wins this award, just make sure you email me, manners at trailmanners.com, with right. your USPS, U.S. Postal Service address. We'll get it right out. Right. Thanks to our friends at the Sign Garage on 25th Street. So what do you got, Joel? Uh, local guy, Doug Jensen. Doug, Doug Jensen. Jensen. He was running up at Maples. Had a pretty picture with those flowers and the sunrise. So go ahead and send us your info. And Doug. we will get you your your lid. There's a lot of good ones. There was I wish I would have wrote it down. It was your week, so I didn't. Sarah Ohm had a great one from Germany. Germany, she's oh, racing man, over there. Good. There was somebody that had a killer sunset and like three people like on a rock formation. Was that, Garrett, was that that guy Brady up in Boise? I don't think so. It was a name. He had some really good ones. Yeah, Holy there were some really good ones though. So thanks for everybody mm-hmm. doing that. We're gonna you know who we've been missing on that lately? Simon. Simon. He posted. Did you just know yeah, that? I did see Isn't that, that weird? We were yes. talking about we were him just that talking day. about him, and he posted. And he posted. It's like Simon, we're Kismic. missing your posts. We are. Under. We're missing some of the. Uh, we the need water some Bondi, stuff. some Bondi Beach pictures. That's right. Some Bondi Beach. Because Australia came away. Did they tie? Do you remember? Who they play? I'm trying to remember. I got the scores right here. Oh. Uh, uh, they played Argentina, right? I think they tied then. Wasn't it? No, nope, Argentina played Iceland. Australia played France. Oh, yeah, they lost 2-1. On oh, that. that's right. Yeah, that was a bad one. But they still played tough. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot that's going on in the world of running. Um, a lot of stuff coming up. Like I said, me and Joel are going to be um, at uh, Twisted. Twisted Fork here in a little, little over a week. It has 6,000 feet of climbing. It does? I looked that up this morning. Damn. So I'm going to be super-duper slow. Well... Because we had five five thousand feet and twenty two miles. Yeah, six thousand in forty something. Yeah. Because what sixty k is going to be in the forty range? You think forty two? I think. So it's double the distance, which isn't good for me right now. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll yeah, be fun. It'll be good fun. It'll be fun. I'm not going for a course record. Not yet. I'm going for a personal best at that distance. Yes. Since I've never run that distance, so so my chances are good at that for a race at that distance. Um, all right, so uh, we're going to tackle some World Cup business now. Well, what about Ask Trail Mares? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you're right. Don't, you got don't forget that. Don't forget. It's a good one, too, because I like how we started it. Mm-hmm. It's, here's, the, here's the email. All right. Hey, little guys. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, as should be the goal with anyone running a race, I believe that it is important to race with the lightest pack possible. Right. With this in mind, Twisted Fork 60K has a lot of aid stations. It does. My question is this. Is it more efficient to carry less water and fill up at every aid station, or would it result in a faster overall finish time to carry extra water and not stop at every aid station? That's from Joseph Taylor. Built for basketball. Yes, he is. He's he tall. is, and he uh, he crushed it at the Gibbalas race. Yeah, and he's been crushing a lot he's of other bad. races he's too. Got coach right now, yeah, he's, he's just running really good. Yeah, he is. Um, mm-hmm. This is a question I stayed up 
thinking about because it's a good question. It's a it seriously is. good question. It is. It all depends on the course and your fitness level. It does. Right? And again, I think aid station and what you're used to doing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I've known races where I've carried something I needed to fill up every time, and sometimes you get right. stuck in a line. There's a line of people filling up bladders yeah. when you're getting just in a bottle. Right. Um, so I think there's. I think it can go either direction right. on this, really. Um, and a lot of it, weather is a factor. Yep. Is it going to be really hot? Because we've done this. I mean, Logan Peak's a perfect example. Yeah. You know, Joel took a handheld. I took mm-hmm. a vest with a couple bottles. Right. Um, I could have probably not needed both bottles. Right. I could have done a handheld, but I didn't think about it. Or just. But this Twisted Fork one coming up, you're mentioning... You'll wear, you might wear a vest, right? Uh, yeah, I'm still on the fence right See? now because I went and I looked at the aid station placement. Mm-hmm. You got one at three, three miles, mm-hmm. and then you got one at eight miles. Okay. And then after that, you've got one about every four miles after that. Okay. So that's totally handheld. Because, and you think, too. You can too, do that with a handheld. And depending on the part of the course, like if it's a, and I haven't looked at the course yet. Right. It's got no Logan. But if it's some flatter sections, you could actually potentially, if they're that close, skip one aid station and hit the second one. Right. Yeah, totally. So, mm-hmm. And so that's what I think he's talking about with like a vest. So it depends on what you're carrying. Right. Other than water. Yeah. Right? That's another thing. Well, this one's got a lot of uh, drop bag locations, okay. too. Because we did Logan Peak and we just. I mean, there's no drop bags. No, I just stuffed everything in my pocket. Just, yeah, and so if there's room or from what you're using, I mean, that's a that's an option. Yeah, and I think with this one, you go through one aid station twice. Okay. So that that's helpful. So that's just one drop bag right there. Okay. So I think a lot of it's like I don't like to carry handhelds. I don't like my I love my hands being free. Right. But on the flip side, that means a lot of times I have to wear some type of vest. You know, Which garment. Makes things hot. It does. And as I talked to Joel, oh, we ran. I went and got a massage yesterday, and between my shoulder blades was a wreck. In the right. race, they work. So I'm not used to running with a vest on. I got right. two water bottles in the front, mm-hmm. kind of pulling forward. But I have to get used to a vest. We have races we have to use them on, so right. I'm kind of in that same boat. I have the the Speed Goat belt that I really like, so I'm going to have to kind of put that back on and give that right. a shot. But, um, yeah, Joseph, I think a lot of it really does depend on, like, I think you're fast enough. He's, he can pull this off. I think you can do a handheld. Totally. Because you're fast enough yeah. and you're close enough together. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's going to be in the front, so it's not like there's going to be a big line in the aid station. No, and it's not going to get too hot for him because no. he's going to finish quick. Yeah, yes, he's going to be. He can do this. Yeah, I think you could. And again, I don't know if you're used to what you're used to drinking either. You right. Know, if you're used to doing a just mixed water. drink or just water, but or I think I think you're there. fast enough to personally. I right. think you could get away with um, carry less water and right. fill up at aid stations. Yeah. So that was his question: carry less water and fill up, or yes. or uh, carry extra. And not skip. stop. But I think, like Joel said, I don't think there's going to be a ton of people no, out front with you. You've got a water bottle. Filling that up at the aid station is so fast. It's really quick. It's like a minute or less. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're, you know, that fast, sometimes you can't even skip one. You know, have yeah. them fill it oh, up. Hand sure. it to them. Let them fill it. Grab a snack if you need it. Yep. Just your, you know, Superman. You never let your water bottle Thunderous. go. Yeah. Never, you ever don't. let your water bottle go at the aid station. I, if I trust somebody, like Bryce filled mine up. Bryce tried to fill mine up. Oh, and yeah. I begrudgingly let him have it, but I kept my eye on him. Yeah. I didn't trust him. Uh, he got mine. One of my lids didn't get on all the way. Yeah, but, see? There you yeah, go. That's right. Yeah, I think Joseph. I think you're fast enough to where yes. you could you could do the the less water, right? Well, he just go. Yeah, if you're just running the handheld, yeah, I think you could easily do one handheld. Yeah, this race for sure. Because you're fast enough. Oh, like someone can. like me, I'd be on the border. Uh, right? I'm still on the fence. Yeah, but I think you. I think you're a, a no-brainer for that. 
Um, so, yeah, hope that helps. That was the only Ask Trail Manners question we had this week. So I hope that That's one helps. One, that was really good. I think, and I think can apply that just about any other race, though. It does, and it, we talk about it every race. See what the aid station spacing is, what your fitness is like, what the course is like. Because it could say, oh, it's only five miles between aid stations, but it could be 3,000-foot climb yeah, or something. Exactly. You know, it's like, right. okay, it's a little different. Yeah. Because um, that's kind of what we were and I think that's what week. happens at the beginning of this race is you've got an aid station and you've got a 2,000-foot climb. Okay. And then you've got a long downhill, it looks like. Wow. Mm-hmm. I can't. Exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I, and me and you talk about it a lot. I mean, I always ask, like, when you're running, like, hey, what are you racing then this weekend? What are you going to carry? Are you going to do right. this? And it's, you know, sometimes it's bad to have a lot of options. Yeah. But uh, whatever you're comfortable with. But, again, you're fast enough, bam, handheld, your your money. Um, so now we're going to bust into the World Cup. Okay. So it's kind of gone according to plan for me. There's obviously been a couple games that mm-hmm. haven't, but as many bright people would say in this tournament, it's better to lose your first one than your last one. <laughs> um, and so I'm not really Germany. Yeah, I mean I'm not worried about the, I'm not worried about them getting out of the first round. Oh, you you watch. But um, I think there's some. Tur- I said it last week. There's turmoil in their camp. Yes, and I still see it from the game. Right. Um, Mesut Ozil's getting a lot of heat. Yep. Yeah, blaming the whole game based on this one guy. Right. Um, but I still think, but Germany is a slow. I've seen them slow start before. Right. Um, I mean, they can turn it on. They got the quality of play. Yeah, they've got the quality of play for sure. And I but think if they don't have that excitement, that's what they're they're running up against. Because a lot of these other teams have that excitement. Well, that's the thing with that's why I think like Mexico winning to me was all about just. Like, I could see Mexico losing the next game. Nope, they're not going to. I could see it just from the fact of how they their style is. Overly excited. Yeah, just they're, because they're a very emotional team. Oh, you know? yes, they are. So, and they, mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen them play, especially with the U.S. They'll get, right. They get into a game pretty, you know, a hard-fought game. Right. There's red cards flying, yeah. yellow cards flying. They get out of their thing, yep. boom, it's game on. So, there wasn't a lot of upsets. I mean, obviously, the first game we, it was Russia 5-0, Saudi Arabia I mean, me and Joel could pick a team up right now, and I think we'd have a chance against the Saudis. Probably um, a pretty good chance. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, Russia did look – I'll give – I mean, it's all about finishing. They finished. Um, right. So I think they did look good. But other than that, a lot of those other games weren't really – I mean, the Portugal-Spain game was that the best was game. Good. But if you go back and watch – because I've watched it again, and you go back and watch it, it's a good game, but two, a couple things stood out. Spain, to me, didn't play well at all. I don't, th- and I know they scored three goals, but I don't think they played well. Their defense was horrible. Right. And they've got one of the best goalkeepers in the world. Yeah. He gave Ronaldo. He threw yeah, one in yeah, for he, him. He, he pushed it in. The yeah. Goal he said, "Here, take basically. this." So this tighter game. Yeah. And then again, PK, which yep. you'll I'm never blame a goalie for. And then the third one was just a beautiful place free kick. Right. So. There's that. So I mean, that was a good game. But um, Iceland, Argentina, I thought was actually a pretty good game. Um, I don't. Yeah, no one really surprised me though. Like watching games, I think it was a lot of it was teams filling each other out. Yeah, a couple teams I enjoyed watching just because it looked like they were out to to play, out to win. I really right. today was the game uh, Senegal, and that was one of my picks. I said because they're in Poland. There was Poland, Colombia. Everybody's picking. And I had Senegal written down. Like that's a wild card. Yeah, they were flying, dude. Right, they were everywhere. Uh, so that they've always been that way. Yeah, and that was the only. Uh, African team that actually played well, in my opinion, so far. But yeah, I think they all went according to plan. You know, as Belgium got a slow start in the first half, they yeah. came on, slotted a bunch home. Right, I still they also think playing Panama. Yeah, and that, well, that's the thing is, I mean, they should win like right. that. Like yep. everybody's so pumped with England winning two to one against Tunisia. I'm like, yeah. it's Tunisia. Yeah, exactly. Right, it's like two one. That's, I mean, you want to win. That's England style, though. It they is. don't put a whole lot of goals on you. No, and they should. 
mm-hmm. but it's just winning. You know, it's just about winning, getting points in this first round. Right. Yeah. No one stood out. Um, wasn't super thrilled. So I go back and look at my my picks, mm-hmm. and I'm still right there. I mean, I had Russia, Uruguay. I mm-hmm. still think that's going to happen. Right. Portugal, Spain, and Group B. I still think that's going to happen. Right. France, Denmark. That's going to happen. Group D. I had Argentina, Croatia, possibly Iceland. Croatia won. So right. it's I'm, still that's still I want, going. I want Iceland to go. Oh, dude, I'd love Iceland to go. Yeah. I would. Lo- they said ninety. I saw a stat: ninety-eight percent of the country mm-hmm. watched the game. Oh yeah, I, that blows me. I know it's not a big country. Yeah, well, it was three hundred thousand people. In the yeah, country, but that's still right? pretty impressive. And we have friends there right now. We do. So I hope they're taking it in. Uh, Brazil, Switzerland. I still think they'll come out from right. Costa Rica, Serbia. Group F. I st- I didn't have Mexico. I will say that I have ger- had Germany and Sweden. Yeah. Um, Sweden to me didn't look good. Uh, I still think they're they should have took Zlatan. I see Germany and Mexico advancing. I don't right. Korean Republic. Because here's the thing: Germany's going to win, and Mexico, Mexico and Sweden's going to be a good game. Yeah, that'll be good. Hard uh, fought. It's going to be a hard fought game, I think. Uh, but I think those two advance. Group G. Belgium, England, again, they're going to advance. And H is the one with Poland. That's the one turned upside down. So Poland, yeah. Colombia we picked, but Senegal and Japan both won today. Right. So that's that's a no-brainer, mm-hmm. um, kind of what's going to happen there. So I think my picks are still on, on par for what I have. Right. Well, we got um, another month of the tournament. So. Yeah. It's, I mean, we, everybody's played one game. Right. right? Anything can forever. happen. Um, get through it. Anything can happen, but I think nothing surprised. I mean, I know everybody's surprised with Mexico, Germany. Right. I still think Germany, I picked Germany, but it doesn't surprise me they lost. Right. Like, I think everybody's shocked, and it's like shocked the world. I'm like, yeah, I'd be more shocked about some of these other results personally, you know, having a harder time. But uh, <laughs> but so far, it's been uh, been super cool. Uh, best game, I still, I think, is Spain and uh, Portugal. Yes. Best goal so far? I'm going with the Belgium goal. Yes, the first goal by Martins yesterday. I didn't see that. Uh, took a volley out of the air, yeah. loop, like nice. looped at far post. It was, it was just pretty. I and mean, there's some pretty ones. Um, a couple good free kicks that have gotten in. And there's a lot of goals that are off free kicks. What about the commercials? That's what I got next. The All commercials right. are like Joel's watching one of the Volkswagen. Volkswagen killed the commercials, man. <laughs> they totally won. Um, but yeah, the commercials. Uh-oh. What's going on here? I don't know. Oh, okay. it's just a commercial. Yeah, the commercials by far are the best with all the all the World Cup oh, stuff. They're just oh my gosh, the guy that's sliding around the field. That's one of my favorites. He just keeps going. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, the commercials are, are the best. They are. Um, yeah, I don't again. No surprises. Players so far, no one's really stood out nah, that you really aren't stuck. expecting. You right. know, um, I st- and one. Okay, here's a couple things I've picked up so far. Number one, Tony Miola when he does a game sounds like Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> Like I can't stand listening to him talk. He just sounds like, like he should be on Jersey Shore. Yeah. Or he's Biff from Back to the Future. Never been a fan of Tony near post Miola, but uh, it's fun. It's funny. Um, but the thing I'm getting the kick out of, and this is again, I'm old. I'll age right. myself. Neymar, he had they had ten fouls on him last game, and that's what people talk about. Oh, he's had ten fouls on him, and he, that's normal for him, okay, right? He, he, well. If ten, I want people to go back, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw them out there. Pele, you watch a game with oh him in gosh, it. He got murdered. Not even fouls. He got absolutely raped and pillaged yeah. on his. Right. Yep. I mean, they weren't like tripping him and he no. was diving. They were crushing him. Yeah. Pele was a pretty big guy though. He was big. Yeah. But he Neymar's had to be. ski little thing. But any here's, here's your commercial. But yeah. all the little dudes out there, you know that if <laughs> if you play soccer, uh, you know, get to the higher levels. If you're a guy that dribbles a lot, right. 
you're gonna the rule of thumb is you're going to get crushed. Outed, yes. You know, people are going to put you down. So mm-hmm. I, I don't like to hear people, oh, Neymar, they need to protect him. He got fouled ten times. Go back and watch 1974 West Germany Holland. I mean, guy right. studs up to the face. Oh, yeah. Might be a foul. Yeah. Listen to yellow card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here it's like an instant red ejection and yeah. banned from your country. Um, so, yeah, that that's one that kind of cracks me up, kind of dating myself a little bit um, with that. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, kind of sums up. I think one of my favorite parts, though, is this weekend – Back to Logan Peak, we uh, we saw Erin Hill and her family. Yes. So we met her husband mm-hmm. and her, her kids. She's got a 12-year-old soccer star, Avery. Yes. And apparently, when we gave the picks last week, hers were almost exactly the same. Right. And so she was pretty pumped. She was there. And, yeah. And she was there. We got to meet her. Yeah. And we got to talk shop. Yeah, and, and she... she Piped right in. Oh yeah, and she, you know, she, she plays. Knew all, she knew all about Spain losing its coach. Yep. Right. She she, she was spot on. I know. And so I'm like, okay, I'll talk to you. I'll let these guys talk over here. Let's yeah, exactly. let's, let's talk World Cup. So I don't cool. get a lot of that. So right. uh, she knows what she's talking about. Future future U.S. women star. There you go. Um, Avery, um, Aaron's daughter. So that was a lot of fun um, talking to her. Um, yeah, I think that's. Uh, what do we have? I think that was it. There's something else on my mind, but I'm getting, like I said, I'm we getting get older. next week. And it's it's not uh, not working. But, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Um, a lot of races. Again, we got the Western States 100 coming up this weekend, so make mm-hmm. sure on the single track session number 94, you put in your top five men, top five females, and also what you think your winning times for each will be because we have some contests to give away, which we'll announce next Thursday right. because of races this weekend. I know me and Joel be kind of dialed into Twitter. Check out I Run Far. They do great coverage. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of where you're going to get everything. Um, there's Neymar walking off the field injured. The poor fella. Um, yeah, I think that's it for this week. So uh, if you have any qu- if you have any questions, send them. You, this Ask Crow Manor session, it can be World Cup based as well now. Me and Joel are ready to fire away at those because <laughs> we're soccer experts apparently uh, in our own minds. Uh, but yeah, have a great weekend. Uh, get out there and run and uh, pay attention to Western States. And please, please, please enter the contest. We'd love to give stuff away. So, thank you. This is Eric and Joel, and we're out of here.